Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three, two, one. When I'm working out, I love to listen to your podcast. Whenever you say something, other people react to it. Taking my breath away, Aaron. Fern Lundquist joins me. Hall of Famer, Jim Calhoun. NASCAR icon, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Kirk Herbstreet is on the phone. Here we I hope everybody is having a great day. I hope everybody is ready for what should be a fun Wednesday episode of the Air Tour Sports Podcast. And I promise, I know I've said it to you before, we're going to get you out of here a little bit quicker here on a Wednesday. A couple quick topics, a couple smaller topics, and we will get you out. Really quickly, what we will hit on today. First of all, don't get to talk a ton of NFL, but with five days a week, there was an NFL story that I have to talk about as Tom Brady said something absolutely fascinating. On Tuesday, we're going to discuss that. I don't know if he's even going to make it through this season, let alone uh, continue his career after this year. I think he's officially done. I'm going to explain why. From there, a crazy report. Matt Hayes, uh, a respected college football reporter, he says Nebraska should target Sean Payton. Are you kidding? Believe that, Sean Payton. I will tell you why it is not as crazy as it sounds. They're not going to get him, but they should at least target him. I will explain why couple smaller stories as Kentucky continues to uh, celebrate that win over Florida. Iowa, a really funny story out of Iowa uh, as that program, that football team is struggling right now. uh, And the fans are having fun at the very least uh, at the expense of their coaching staff. Really quickly before we get started, a couple quick things. One, as always, I want to welcome in our presenting sponsor, Betfred Sportsbook and the Betfred app. We have loved working with them, and we cannot thank them enough. I've told you the story. They've been around since 1967, over 1,000 shops in the U.K., and they have come to the U.S. in a big way. They are the presenting sponsor of the Denver Broncos, the presenting sponsor of the Colorado Rockies, uh, betting, the official betting partner, official betting partner of the Cincinnati Bengals. They had a ball in Cincinnati earlier this week, actually gave away two tickets uh, to a suite two followers of Betfred on Twitter. That's how much they take care of their, 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 their customers. That's how much they care. Nobody does more for their customers than Betfred. That is one of the reasons I am so excited to work with them. And as a matter of fact, speaking of taking care of people, two quick things that I've told you about before on this show. The first week three college football coming up. Any new user, any new user, 
bet 50, get 50, get 250, I should say, on any game in college football in week three. Doesn't matter if you like uh, Miami against AM, Mississippi State against LSU. Bet 50, get 250, courtesy of Betfred. The other one, they call it the double take. I call it just an incredible offer, right? Uh, what you do, you bet on the first touchdown scored in any NFL game. Any NFL game, first touchdown scores. If that guy scores, and then if you if that guy also scores a second touchdown, it pays out two to one. So the example that I've used a few times, CJ Uzama, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, last year, he was 40 to one to score the first touchdown. You get paid on 40 to one. And then here's the catch. It's 80 to one, double your money when he caught his second touchdown. So if you had bet $10 on CJ Uzama, that's $800, courtesy of the Betfred Sportsbook, double take. Uh, that is available for any NFL game this weekend. Bet the first touchdown of the game. If that guy scores, and then if he scores a second touchdown, you double your money. Courtesy of Betfred Sportsbook. Love working with them. Presenting sponsor of the Aaron Torres podcast and Aaron Torres Media. Nobody takes care of their customers like Betfred Sportsbook. Really quickly, I should announce as well quickly that our Bracket Fanatics Week 1 Challenge is in the book. We will officially announce our winner for week one on Thursday's show. But if you have not signed up yet, it is not too late. The NFL Pick'em Challenge, courtesy of Bracket Fanatics. Go to BracketFanatics.com. Join group. Group is Torres. And even if you didn't sign up for week one, it is not too late. You can still sign up. Uh, You can still be entered again. $1,000 cash prize for the season. But we also have weekly winners of $100 every single week, all 18 weeks of the regular season, courtesy of Bracket Fanatics, BracketFanatics.com. We will tell you the week one winner tomorrow, but make sure BracketFanatics.com, join group. Torres is the group that you want to join. But with that said, let's get to the topic of the day. And the topic of the day, uh, I'll say this, is, is one of the reasons I was so excited about starting this, not not starting this podcast, I've been doing it for years, but making this podcast a five episodes a week show is that I do feel like in the past, there's been some stuff that I've missed on, right? Just some stuff that I've wanted to talk about, but stuff happens or it's a crazy weekend or we're previewing games on a Thursday and we just don't get a chance to talk about some things that happen in sports that I want to talk about. That's why I was excited to go to five days a week, why I'm excited to talk about some stuff that I normally otherwise wouldn't. And boy, oh boy, did we get a juicy topic on Tuesday involving Tom Brady. We probably wouldn't have talked about this with three episodes a week, but now we get to talk about it. And I will just say this. Tom Brady did an interview where he said some things. Not only do I believe after listening to this interview, after hearing this interview, that Tom Brady will be done with the NFL after this season. I think he's going to be done maybe before the season ends as crazy as it sounds. And let me explain. So first of all, And when it comes to Tom Brady, like I think we all know, uh, it's been a pretty, I guess you would call it a whirlwind 2022 for Tom Brady. Playing for the Bucs, NFC South title, gets to the playoffs. It's easy to forget the Rams won the Super Bowl, but they went to Tampa and Tampa easily could have won that game. Tampa fell down, Tampa rallied, Tampa had the lead. Matthew Stafford makes a big play to Cooper Cup. But if Matthew Stafford doesn't make a big play to Cooper Cup, which leads to a field goal, Tampa Bay is hosting the NFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl. And so there is a very easy alternative world where Tom Brady gets to another Super Bowl, potentially wins another Super Bowl, but it doesn't happen. From there in February, we know what happened. He announces his retirement. 
And then, of course, on Selection Sunday, when we're all trying to focus on our brackets, Tom Brady announces his unretirement uh, and announces he's coming back to the NFL. And since the day he announced his unretirement, it's been kind of a weird deal with Tom Brady, right? Um, you know, my buddy Jason Martin, who I host radio with, he, he said this, and I thought it was a great point. He said, Tom Brady has been a guy that has avoided distractions for 20 plus years since he got to the NFL. He has been nothing but a distraction for most of 2022. And so he leaves training camp. There's obviously something weird going on. The team won't really say what it is. He won't really say what it is. Um, you know, he comes back. He says, I got a lot of SH, you know, blank T going on in my life right now. And based on the reports, you know, it sounds like, honestly, things aren't going really well in married life. And so, listen, I've never commented on it because it's not my place to talk about somebody's marriage. And I don't know that I really had a, a specific strong opinion about it until today. I, I kind of see really, honestly, the Tom Brady story from, from both perspectives. On the one hand, um, I would never advise like losing your marriage and family over any profession, uh, especially one that you've thrived in, that you've made millions in, that you're set for the rest of your life in. But on the flip side, I, I, I kind of see the other side too. Yes, you need to make sacrifices for others. But he said for the last decade, my goal is to play till I'm 45. He just turned 45. It's clear he's down, down on the home stretch. And oh, by the way, I do think it's different when you're the greatest person in the history of your profession to do something. It's one thing to retire uh, at retirement age when you uh, drive cabs or, or you're a blackjack dealer at Caesars Palace. It's another thing when you're literally the greatest person at your job and you're doing it at an insanely high level. A lot of us watch that game on Sunday night. Tom Brady still can sling the football. And so I've never really had a strong opinion on what he should do. Um, but what I will say is he said something on, uh, I, I guess it was on Tuesday morning on his podcast. Apparently he listens to the Aaron Torres podcast, by the way, said I got to start my own podcast. But on the Let's Go podcast, he was asked about his future. He said a couple things. I'm going to read the full quotes. Um, you know, the, the last part's really interesting, but here, here's what it is. He said, I'm feeling more than things in the past for some reason. You know, I'm just really feeling intensely my emotions. And I feel like I always have that. But I think that when you get close to the end, I don't know exactly where I'm at with that. And there's no decision to be made. It's not like I have 10 years left. I definitely don't have that. So all these, I just am never going to take for granted, you know, then he continues. And this is the interesting thing. I haven't had a Christmas in 23 years. I haven't had a Thanksgiving in 23 years, Tom Brady said. I haven't celebrated birthdays with people that I care about that are, you know, born from August to January. And, you know, I'm not able to be at funerals and I'm not able to be at weddings. I think there comes a point in your life where you say, you know what? I had my fill and it's enough. It's time to go on to move into other parts of my life. I pushed myself to the max and I could and I got everything I could out of my ability. That was Tom Brady talking about the president future. And let me say this. That sounds like a man that not only has one foot out the door, but basically is dragging the, the tippy toes like he's trying to make a catch in bounds with his second foot, okay? And so a couple things stand out when I think about this whole Tom Brady thing. And then I think about also, um, you know, these quotes that I just read you. One, um, believe it or not, this is going to shock you. I never was a professional athlete. But I have worked with a lot of them. And one thing that athletes will tell you, and I'm sure you guys and girls know, know high-level athletes, is one thing they'll tell you is when the R word comes out of your mouth, when the word retirement comes out of your mouth, you've already considered it, and it's hard to get yourself back in that mode. And so I've thought about that with Tom Brady over the last 
four, five, six months, even as he's announced his return, is that yes, he announced his retirement, but how can you be all in? How can you be fully committed the way that we know that Tom Brady is, right? Tom Brady is the most uniquely committed athlete of my lifetime. Doesn't drink during the season, watches every calorie that he eats. He works on his pliability. He's got a very unique workout. I mean, even the greats, right? Michael Jordan used to play cards until all hours of the morning and smoke cigars. Um, you know, I, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head, but like Tiger Woods, obviously, you know, he was able to, to, to let loose away from the golf course in his prime. It appears as though Tom Brady, outside of being a football player, has no real interest. And so even if he was fully committed, I don't think you can be fully, fully, fully committed when you're already talking retirement. Two, it's clear that he has family distractions. And three, I'll say this. Did any of you watch the Cowboys-Bucks game on Sunday night? I know you did, but something stood out to me. Something stood out to me, and that was the body language. And I don't think you would really necessarily notice it. I don't think you'd notice it because the Bucs were up big, because the Cowboys stink, because Dak Prescott got hurt. I think it was easy to kind of not really pay attention. But I was watching the game, and one thing stood out to me. It did kind of feel like Tom Brady just wasn't fully there. And his body language told me, like, like I don't even know if he wanted to be there. And it made me think of something. And I'll tell a little quick story time with AT here. But I know a lot of you know, I went to the University of Connecticut. I went to UConn. Um, but what a lot of people probably don't know, go Huskies, played Michigan this week, 40-something point underdog in the Betfred Sportsbook, neither here nor there. But what a lot of you don't know is that when I was at UConn, I graduated and I actually took a job at UConn right out of school before I started in the career that I'm in now. And at the time, I was like any 22-year-old kid, right? I, I, I basically, it was the only job offer I had. I wanted to make money. I didn't want to be a bum. I didn't want to live at home. I wanted to support myself. And I took the job and I stayed at UConn for another year. And about five or six days into that job, I knew I had made a mistake. And I knew I had made a mistake because everyone that was important to me for the most part had moved on. I had friends moving across country, friends taking jobs, friends moving to this city, friends moving to that city, friends doing different things. And I was still in the same place, doing the same thing with the, 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 the same people, whatever. And even the few friends that I had, it was like, you know, you can't really go out to the bars when you have to be in the office at 7 a.m. the next day. I mean, I still did. Don't get me wrong. I still did at a certain point. But I bring it up because I thought of that when I saw Tom Brady on Sunday. I thought of me being at UConn, all my friends gone. And then I thought about Tom Brady. And I thought about, think about when he first got to Tampa Bay, right? It's new. It's exciting. Um, you know, he's trying to prove Bill Belichick wrong. He's trying to prove everybody wrong that says that he can't do it. He brings his buddy Rob Gronkowski with him. He brings his buddy Antonio Brown with him. We could call Antonio Brown whatever we want right now after the way things ended in Tampa last year. But Antonio Brown was living with Tom Brady. Like, Antonio Brown was living with Tom Brady. Tom Brady picked the organization. He picked the head coach, who he then got rid of. But I just bring it up to say that, that he really, there was a lot of pieces there, but it was a lot of his guys too. And so I think Tom Brady retired probably he was either forced to because the report started to leak or forced to because of family. And then he sat around for a month. He was bored and he wanted to say, and he said, I'm coming back. And then he got there and Antonio Brown wasn't there. And then Rob Gronkowski retired. And I think he realized I probably should have just stayed. This isn't what I signed up for. This isn't what it was. And I think we all, I think most people listening, unless you're really young, we've all reached that point in our lives, right? 
where you've been somewhere, you've been at a job, you've been at a college, you've been at a high school, you've played for a team and you have the great moments and you have the great memories, but you just know that it's time to move on. I've had that not only with my job at UConn, but with other jobs. It's time to do something different. It's time to challenge myself in a new way. And I do wonder if Tom Brady was going through that because I watched him on Sunday and I'm telling you this, watch his body language this weekend when Tampa's on TV. It's not that he doesn't love football. It's not that he doesn't love the game, but I think it's all the other ancillary stuff, right? It's hanging out in the locker room. It's hanging out with the boys. Now he's got to deal with clearly a situation at home where, you know, his family's not very happy with him, where his wife is not very happy with him. And that sanctuary of football, I don't really know if it's a sanctuary anymore. His buddies aren't around. Gronk's not around. AB's not around. The coach he signed up to play for isn't the head coach anymore. And so I look at this situation and I just read those quotes. I don't think Tom Brady's going to quit in the middle of the season. I don't think it's inconceivable, though. The last thing I would say, whatever happens this year, don't be the dumb idiot that says, uh, oh, it's going to impact his legacy. Because that always cracks me up, right? It's like people will say, oh, you know, if he... he unretired. People feel differently about him, blah, blah, blah. Listen, his legacy has long been set. Michael Jordan played for the Wizards. Hakeem Olajuwon played for the Raptors, I think. Patrick Ewing played for the, uh, you know, the, uh, um, you know, the, the, the Seattle Supersonics. Like, so I don't think this impacts his legacy at all. But I think this is going to be a weird, bumpy, strange year for Tom Brady. And I don't think it's going to end well based on the quotes he said. I haven't had a Christmas in 23 years. I haven't had a Thanksgiving. Like I said, it feels to me like he's got one foot out the door. uh, And I am fascinated to see how this season plays out. Good first segment of the Aerotora Sports Podcast. Do think it's time to take a quick break. This is what we're going to do. We are going to take that break. We're going to come back. We're going to go to a crazy story as one credible college football reporter makes the argument that Sean Payton, the former head coach of the New Orleans Saints should be a candidate for Nebraska and Nebraska should go get him. I'll tell you why. When I read the article, I actually kind of agreed with them. I'm going to make the case. You're going to be compelled. We're going to take a quick break. I will be right back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, everybody. I'm back. Good to be back. Good to be back. Final segment of the show. A little bit of a shorter show today. Here is the plan here for this quote unquote final segment. I do have kind of one topic that I do want to get to that I think is pretty good, pretty interesting, pretty fun. We'll spend eight, nine, ten minutes on it. Then we'll get to a few quick hitters and get out of here. I promised you these midweek shows would be a little bit shorter. And I do think today's will be. So the topic is something that we've hit on quite a bit here over the last couple of days. And that is the present and future of Nebraska football. Obviously on Monday, we talked about uh, Scott Frost being fired, a couple of candidates right off the bat. On Tuesday, we talked about what kind of job the Nebraska job is in 2022. Um, and today I, I wasn't planning on talking Nebraska for a third straight day. But there was a candidate that was presented by a mainstream college football writer that was so interesting that I knew I had to talk about it here on today's Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. So let's get into it. But before we do, I want to remind you of something that I've talked about here quite a bit here on the Aaron Torres Pod as I've done this over the years. My job, in my opinion, um, is to do three different things on the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. Okay, My job is to tell you what will happen. I believe that Alabama will beat Texas. I believe Alabama will cover against Texas. Now, I was wrong, but that's what I believe will happen. From there on, my job is also to tell you what I believe could happen. I'm hearing that this coach, you know, he's kind of on the hot seat, and I'm hearing that this recruit might commit here. That's what could happen. And then there's what should happen, okay? What should happen is it's not always necessarily what will happen, but something that should happen. If you remember back to uh, uh, this time last year, I guess it would have been January of last year, uh, the Dallas Cowboys losing the playoffs. And I say, look, their window is the next year or two because they have a bunch of star players, Micah Parsons, Trevon Diggs on rookie contracts. They need a coach that will bring discipline. What should happen, they should go hire Nick Saban, pay him $30 million a year, whatever, go get him, win a Super Bowl in two years. That's Saban's window, go do it. I didn't, it wasn't going to happen, but that's what I believe should happen, even though I knew that it wouldn't. Well, this topic right here, this conversation about the uh, alleged Nebraska candidate, um, or not even a candidate, but a name that they should call, that's exactly what it is. A, a credible college football reporter brought up a name that Nebraska should call, even if they probably won't. So let's stop beating around the bush, because this is the candidate and this is the context in which it came up. Tuesday morning, I'm scrolling social media. Matt Hayes, very respected, longtime college football writer. He does some stuff for Saturday Down South. I guess Saturday tradition is kind of a Big Ten, um, you know, uh, 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 offshoot of, of Saturday Down South. And he puts out an article with this headline about the Nebraska coaching search. This is the exact headline. It says, go big, go bold, Nebraska. Go get 
Sean Payton. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so here's the deal, right? I know some of you are probably driving around in your car uh, at the gym. You just spit up your coffee. You just spit up your water. You're saying, Torres, you're wasting my time. Why are we even talking Sean Payton? And again, this isn't about something that will happen. But when you read the article by Matt Hayes, Saturday Tradition, longtime college football writer, I actually do think it makes sense. And I do think it makes for some interesting conversation here on the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. So let's talk about it. The argument that Matt Hayes makes about going and trying to get Sean Payton, if you're in Nebraska, and again, no one's saying it will happen, but should it happen? Yes. The argument is really twofold, okay? The argument is two things. Here they are. The first one is cold, hard cash, okay? It's cold, hard cash, and this is the college football world that we live in where we all know Sean Payton wants to coach again. He said it on Colin Cowherd's show on Monday. Oh, I am coaching again. But here's the thing I don't think a lot of people realize. At this point, the money in college is almost as good, if not better, than the NFL. We talked about it last week. Davos Weenie, who is coming off his worst season in a decade, or worst season in about six or seven years, just signed a contract that is going to pay him $11 million a year, 10 years, $115 million. He is one of three coaches in the last couple months that has become a part of the $11 million club, including Kirby Smart, including Nick Saban. So those are those guys. And then, oh, by the way, you don't even have to be good anymore to make eight, nine, 10 million. Jimbo Fisher's getting paid nine and a half million to lose to App State. Mel Tucker, who I like, who I respect, he's got like 15 career wins, 16 career wins. He's getting paid $9.5 million. So one, the money is there in college football in many ways, more so than in the pro game. And then two, college football in 2022 at the highest level is about being bold, being aggressive and being fearless. Okay. So just think about last year's coaching carousel and what made it so special and what made it so interesting. What made it so special was we saw schools do things that they have never done before and never would have even considered three, four years ago. Think about USC. USC has been stuck in this cycle for the last 10, 12, 15, whatever it is since Pete Carroll left. Hire the, 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 the Pete Carroll assistant, uh, go nine and four, then go five and seven, then crash and burn, then fire the guy. That's what they've been doing for several, several, several years now, right? And this time last year, who were the candidates when Clay Helton got fired? Oh, they're going to go get this guy. They're going to get Matt Campbell. They're gonna... Then they went out and got Lincoln freaking Riley, the head coach at Oklahoma. It was inconceivable a year ago to think that the head coach at o... a head coach at Oklahoma had never left for another college head coaching job before. And USC convinced Lincoln Riley to do so. LSU, they convinced the winningest coach in Notre Dame football history to leave Notre Dame. Again, it was thought to be inconceivable. Mario Cristobal, Miami, I know he's an alum, but you know how they got Mario Cristobal to leave Oregon? They offered him 10 years and $80 million, and they said there's only one guy for this job. You're the only candidate. You're the only person that can save this program. Will he? Won't he? We'll discuss that tomorrow because they play Texas A&M this weekend. But Miami was bold. They were fearless. And I think when you take those two things, money and bold, fearless action, that is why I think you have to make a move on Sean Payton, even if you know that he's going to say no. Let me explain. First of all, we know Nebraska has the money. You know, how I know Nebraska has the money. Forget all the 75 million Big Ten TV contract, whatever. That, that's irrelevant in this conversation. You know how I know Nebraska has money to burn? They just paid an extra $7.5 million to get rid of Scott Frost 
three weeks early, okay? Remember, Scott Frost's buyout was set for, on October 1st, it was cut in half. On October 1st, he was set to have it go from a $15 million buyout to a $7.5 million buyout. By the way, Nebraska has a bye week next week, okay? So it would have literally cost you, it would have saved you $7.5 million to let him coach against Oklahoma and then fire him on midnight of October 1st, ironically, when they have a game, or maybe wait till October 2nd. And Nebraska said, we'll pay the extra $7.5 million to get you out of here right now. Like, like right now, just, just pack the office. We don't care. You cannot be our head coach anymore. They paid an extra $7.5 million. So they have money to spend. And that's where I start the conversation with Sean Payton. Where I start the conversation with Sean Payton, I just say, look, you, you're going to get offered a million jobs in the NFL. Let's just make money not an equation right now. What, what, what's, what's a good starting point? 10 years, $120 million? That puts you in the Saban, Kirby, Smart, Dabo, Sweetie category? Do you need a little bit more? Because we want to pay you money. And you've made a ton of money over the course of your NFL career. You were with the Saints for almost two decades, whatever it was, 14, 15, 16 years. We know you have more money than you know what to do with, but we're going to make sure that your family's taken care of for generations. And we're going to make sure on day one, you're compensated as though you're Nick Saban, as though you're Kirby Smart, as though you're Lincoln Riley, because we believe that's who you are for this program. And then on top of that, I go bold. I go legacy. Because if you go back to last year, those three big hires that I mentioned, what do they all have in common? It's bold, it's fearless, and it's about legacy. Lincoln Riley, this is what USC sold Lincoln Riley on. LA is the epicenter of the world right now. We have the best baseball team in the world, the most glamorous NBA team. We have a team that's going to win the Super Bowl here or is going to be in Super Bowl contention every year. We just opened a brand new stadium. We have uh, the Olympics coming in 2028. We're going to have World Cup games here coming up when the World Cup comes back to the United States. What we don't have is a college football presence. Come here. This is a city of stars. You will be a star. Your offense will be a star. You're the only person that can do that, Lincoln Riley. And he took the bait. Brian Kelly, it was a legacy play. Brian Kelly, you've been at Notre Dame. You've done everything you can at Notre Dame. You've elevated that program in a way that nobody thought you could. Now come to LSU where you're going to have every resource imaginable, access to every player imaginable to win a national championship. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? It doesn't matter. There is no place in America where you, where you will be better set up to win a national championship. By the way, and I'm going fast here because I'm fired up, Mario Cristobal, you can win a national championship at Oregon. It's not going to be the same as coming back to your hometown, coming back to your alma mater, coming back to the U, baby. And if you're watching on, on YouTube, I'm throwing up the U. It's not going to be the same as doing it at the U, and that's what ultimately sold Mario Cristobal. And so I think if you go to Sean Payton, you say, look, we're going to give you money more money than you ever know what to do. But beyond that, this is a legacy play. You're already an icon in New Orleans, okay? So if you go back to the NFL, because keep in mind, Sean Payton has said, I plan on coaching again. Maybe not this year, maybe not next year. I'm going back into coaching. You can go back to the NFL, but you're never going to be an icon anywhere the way that you were in New Orleans. In New Orleans, you took a city that was, we all know what happened post-Katrina. I don't mean to be morbid or sad or whatever here. You revived an entire city. You brought a Super Bowl to a city and a team that nobody thought it was possible. And then you built one of the great professional football organizations anywhere, okay? No matter what you do, doesn't matter where you go. And by the way, the most likely place, Dallas, they're not firing Mike McCarthy now because Dak got hurt and he's going to have a built-in excuse for this year. And so I bring it up because you can go somewhere else, Mike McCarthy, or uh, Mike, definitely not Mike McCarthy. You can go somewhere else, Sean Payton. 
you will never be an icon in the NFL the way that you are in New Orleans. So why not come be an icon in college? You come back to Nebraska, you get us competing at the highest level. You get us competing for national championships. Maybe it never happened. You are an icon in a way that you can't imagine. You'll never pay for a meal in New Orleans. You'll never pay for a meal in Nebraska. You will be an icon. You will have statues in New Orleans. You will have statues in Nebraska. No, nowhere in the NFL can offer that. And nowhere in college football can do for you what we can do for you. Name me another coach, by the way, that is truly an icon in college and the NFL. Maybe Pete Carroll. Maybe. That's the only one that immediately comes to mind. There's only three guys that have won a Super Bowl and a college football national championship. Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer, Pete Carroll. Barry Switzer might be sort of an icon in Oklahoma. He is in it with the Dallas Cowboys. I would argue Jimmy Johnson, he was the second coach of four to win a national championship at Miami. I don't know if he's an icon there. Sean Payton could be an icon in New Orleans and also in Nebraska as well. And so, again, I'm not saying it would happen, but that would be my pitch to him. We're going to give you more money than you know what to do with, and you can go back to the NFL, and you're going to be really good, but come here, become an icon. And, oh, by the way, we can start you right away. You can handpick your staff. You have plenty of time to start recruiting. Uh, it's not going to happen. I think it's a hell of a sales pitch, though. Really quickly, let's wrap on a couple other topics that I saw on uh, Wednesday, on Tuesday, I guess it was. Not really a ton of uh, depth on either of these. But first of all, did you see the Kentucky victory tour over Florida continues? Uh, they were eating allig bacon-wrapped alligator. Uh, following the victory at, uh, against uh, against uh, against Florida over the weekend, Will Levis, Will Levis, I've been calling him Levis, and you guys are killing me in mentions, DMs, private DMs. Will Levis uh, went ahead and posted a picture of Kentucky eating bacon wrapped alligator. I'll tell you, when I was in New Orleans for the Final Four. Speaking of New Orleans, I was just talking about Sean Payton. I uh, had alligator. Wasn't really my cup of tea. It wasn't bad. Just wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, but they were doing it to celebrate good for Kentucky, man. We talked about Mark Stoops. We talked about the Kentucky program. He's doing things that I never thought were possible. And I don't care if, if Florida is rebuilding, not rebuilding, whatever. For them to go to the swamp for the second time in five years and get a victory, third victory over Kentucky, or third victory over Florida in the last five years, two in a row, credit Kentucky, celebrate the heck out of it. You got Youngstown State this weekend, a couple kind of gimme games before you get into SEC play. Uh, good for Kentucky. I'm glad they enjoyed it. Finally, this story cracked me up, and I tweeted about it uh, at Aaron underscore Torres if you're not following me on Twitter. But the story is this, okay? So we all know things are not going very well for the Iowa Hawkeyes right now, okay? Iowa is the rare double entendre, if you will. I don't know if that's the right word. That's definitely not the right word. But the, the, the rare, they're the double dip of they're not only bad this year, they are really really excruciatingly boring okay first game of the year they play south dakota state they win seven to three remember that was the game where they did not have uh the touchdown it was a field goal and two safeties to get to seven and then on saturday they lost to their cross state rivals first time that iowa has lost to iowa state in about five or six years they lose 10 to seven so right now they are averaging seven points per game uh, and they just play the most boring style of football imaginable in total. They rank, and this is Iowa now, this is in the Big Ten. They rank dead last in college football, averaging seven points per game, dead last in college football, 158 yards per game. Believe it or not, the second worst offense in college football 
New Mexico State is averaging 230 yards per game. So I don't want to say it's double, but it's about 35, 40% more than the last place Iowa Hawkeyes. And so why do I bring it up? It is because Iowa is under some heat and their offensive coordinator is actually a guy named Brian Ferentz, who is the son of Kirk Ferentz, the head coach at Iowa. And so Brian Ferentz is taking a lot of heat. The fan base is mad. The fan base is saying, this is nepotism. How are you letting this guy uh, be the offensive coordinator? He's killing the program, blah, 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 blah. So one fan, in a very funny way, we'll get out of here on this, is that uh, he decided to take things into his own hands, and here is how he went ahead and did it. So there's this service called Cameo, okay? I'm actually on Cameo. Yes, you can book me if you want. It's for real celebrities as well as, like, nobody's like me. And the idea of Cameo is basically connect with people that are are famous. I'm not famous, but, but you know, connect with people, right? Uh, actors, celebrities, singers, dancers, football coaches, basketball coaches, whatever. And for a certain amount of money, they'll send you a private message. So not private message, but a, a you know, a video message. So, uh, you know, happy birthday, congratulations on graduation, congratulations on getting your law degree, whatever. But there's also kind of, and I've been in the app, so I know, but there's a way that you can kind of send like a, a strong supportive message. And so this Iowa fan had this clever idea. He got a bunch of celebrities, including the Iowa basketball coach, Fran McCaffrey and Bob Stoops to send a supportive message um, to Brian in Iowa City. And they keep it really vague, but basically the theme of these messages is like, Brian, keep your head up. Your family supports you. Maybe it's time to go back to, you know, he, he coached in with the New England Patriots or he played with the New England Patriots. Maybe it's time to go back to New England where you belong. And so you have the Iowa basketball coach sending a, a sorrowful message to Brian about keep your chin up. Your dad still loves you. Your dad supports you, even if the world is against you. And Fran McCaffrey, the poor coach, had no idea that this was all a ruse. Bob Stoops also sending a message as well. Uh, if you have not seen this, it's hysterical. Go to my Twitter page at Aaron underscore Torres as some Iowa fan got very clever and has uh, Iowa's basketball coach and Bob Stoops sending heartfelt messages, if you will, uh, to uh, Brian, who, of course, is the offensive coordinator at Iowa. All right, I think that's it for this episode of the Aerator Sports Podcast. Going to get out of here. How about that? Sean Payton, next Nebraska head coach. You heard it here first. Technically, you heard it from Matt Hayes. It ain't going to happen, but it's fun talking point here in the middle of the week. If you're not subscribed to the show, please make sure to do so. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you're subscribed to the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. Also, make sure to rate and review the show. Go ahead, give us a quick five stars. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, all that good stuff. Make sure you're following on social media, at Aaron underscore Torres on Twitter, at Aaron Torres Pod on Instagram, Aaron Torres Podcast Questions at gmail.com, Aaron Torres Podcast Questions at gmail.com. That is all for today's show. It is time for me to get out of here. Thank you to Betfred Sports, our presenting sponsor. Thank you to Bracket Fanatics. Not too late to sign up there. Uh, and that is all for today's show. Shout out to Torrent Craig. Shout out to Rachel, who hates my voice. Shout out to JJ Reddick, you F head. Unblock me, bro. I'll be back on Thursday. All new episode of the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.